Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Nerd Sport Presents, a hodgepodge cast where we have a bunch of not-so-random idiots talking about stuff. Stuff meaning comic books, movies, video games, whatever. We're here. Hello. I'm one of your hosts. This is Al. How's everybody today? Good. <laughs> to my to uh, my left or in front of me here, we have Vic. Hey, Vic. How's it going? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> had better days? Yeah. I'd rather be at a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> and to my right, who she just stepped out, was uh, uh, my lovely wife, Jen. She was going to join us today. Our executive producer. For this particular episode. So this particular episode, I wanted to mention, before we can get into it, you know, there are times when we're introduced to great films, like... The Godfather, Scarface. I'm going back to the carnival. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Wait a minute, where are you going? <laughs> so, you know, today we're gonna we're gonna have another. We're gonna talk about another movie that's part of that same pantheon. I would say of those types of movies. In this case, we're gonna give our review of Transformers: The Last Knight. Yep, keep going. <laughs> A Michael Bay film. His fifth one, fifth Transformers film that he's directed, even though he said he was going to stop uh, about two okay, movies ago. We were going to talk about Scarface? <laughs> <laughs> no, in the same pantheon of great films that I was saying earlier. You, you Ooh, might have we're going to watch one. The Godfather. <laughs> well, that was one of the films. I said Godfather, Scarface, The Lord of the Rings. You know? Really? We're going to watch uh, Lord of the Rings? Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur? Okay. Uh, Not the remake, though. The original. Ten Commandments. Okay, cool. All right, so let's, let's you talk know, about those. So <laughs> this movie, kind of like within that same pantheon, of yes, brief, I would say Ben Hurst in the same pantheon as the Godfather. <laughs> so Transformers: The Last, uh, uh, the Last Night. First half is going to be a spoiler-free review, babe. Spoiler-free. Yes, <laughs> yes. spoiler-free. A We're spoiler trying to get through this. <laughs> a spoiler-free review uh, of Transformers uh, as best we can. And then afterwards, we're gonna we're gonna go into a spoiler-filled review where it's gonna be we can talk about whatever we want of the film, the things we liked, disliked, maybe what things could have been done better, whatnot. Um, and we'll let you know ahead of time prior to going to a spoiler-filled review because there are some people out there who doesn't want to get their movie spoiled. But in any case, if that occurs, uh, we'll let you know ahead of time, like I said, and you can pause the episode, go watch the movie, have a great time, like I said, Pantheon. Great films. And um, come back to us and then listen to the spoiler-filled review. So, spoiler-free. Um, I guess I can uh, uh, go first in terms of this because I am, if you haven't, if you don't know yet, I am one of the biggest, the biggest Transformer fans out there. I love Transformers. Been a big Transformers fan since 1984-85-ish when they came out. And uh, I think Michael Bay took uh, the, the reins on it for the first three films <laughs> I mean no what I'm, I'm saying is he suggest what he did with those reins but <laughs> <laughs> not the first three films I'm, I'm meaning the first uh, the, the first five I well we're going to start off with the rating let's say ratings for us is always from scale of one to ten one being a horrible film ten being Oscar winning you know Pantheon what I was saying earlier Vic um, ten being ten being a uh, uh, Perfect film. You, so. missed, you missed the Pantheon talk earlier again. <laughs> so, I went with Jen. To, to We went to the AMC theater to go watch it. And I gave it 
a rating of uh, six out of ten. I wish well, it was surprisingly honest. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to be honest here. As much as I'm a big Transformer fan, I got to say that the story was a little broken. It, it was there's too much stuff happening in the film. I don't know, babe. Did you uh, catch that? It, it was really kind of hard to keep track of every piece of the story that was happening in this film. Yes. Um, I also gave it a six out of ten. Uh, for, like I said earlier, for me, story is what matters. Story is the most important thing. If you have a great story, you're going to be up there in my ratings. Like, really far up there. If it's a great, great story. Uh, I gave it a six because the story was... Again, broken. Some of it, there was a lot of holes in it. That didn't. A lot of it didn't make any sense. I did like it. Oh, oh uh, let me stick with the negatives here. One of the things, I, another thing I didn't like of it about it is certain characters. I would say in the film could have been better introduced with a better storyline for them, uh, and I feel like that that was not there. And what else did I can think negative about the film? that I didn't like. Uh, that was it? <laughs> like I said, to me, the biggest thing is story. And if the story is not great, you're not going to get a good rating from me. But uh, what I did like about it, if I can get get that out of, off of my chest here, is that it's, it's uh, what do you say, Vic, to your point, a popcorn movie, right? It's a movie you can go there, enjoy, you can see a lot of action, a lot of explosions. pop kernels in it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, everything you would normally see from a Michael Bay film. Explosions, actions, military, jets flying, and just all out battle which mm-hmm. was pretty cool I enjoyed that but battle with no good story eh she's not gonna it's not gonna be too great of a film but that's what I give it a 6 out of 10 Jen what did you give it you sat with me watching this film every once in a while you would look at me and, and question yes, certain things you yes, and, you're, and she's a very good wife for having sat with you <laughs> to watch the movie oh, thank you. Yeah. I gave it a 4 a 4 out of 10 <laughs> yes the story in my opinion when you go watch it I personally thought it was a bit far fetched I mean I understand that it is for a movie about a movie. alien robots from, yes. <laughs> from another planet right, right. Even, it was hard to swallow still right Right. When that's exactly. still hard to swallow. Right. <laughs> so that was and some of the scenes enough already. Enough already. What too much explosion? Explosions. Oh, they're trying to make something dramatic. Well, just get it over with. Stop something with the slow dramatic. Mo. Like just finish it. There were some dramatic scenes that I liked. They made fun of in a way, and I think I, I, we can go into spoiler filled for that. The whole singing part, and they're like, "Shut up!" Sing it. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought that was that was that was, was funny. Kind of funny. That, that was, was funny. funny. I'll admit that part was a little. Funny. <laughs> we can go into that later. But again, you're the same uh, uh, same pace with me, where you were like. Like, what's happening in this film? Right. What's the main story of this film? What's going on right now? Why are we at one minute in, you know, with with uh, Mark Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg's character, the next thing you know, we're like, they cut to a scene where now in England with somebody else and we don't know what's going on and they're having their own story in the middle of the film. Now their story is starting to happen. I mean, we just, the, the, the story was just all over the place. It was. It really was. Is there anything that you, can you say, spoiler free, that you did like about it? I mean, again, the action sequences... Some of them were very cool. Yeah. Some of them were very there was, cool. There were some awesome some really action ones. sequences in that. I mean, aside from that, it was... A, I'm sorry, babe. It was a terrible storyline. <laughs> I can't... Oh do you think... Do you think Michael Bay... This, this should be it for Michael Bay? I mean, he... Like, I, like I was kill him? Like... <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying... What I was saying earlier is that Michael Bay, after, like, the third film... I think it was the third film. I could be wrong. But I think it was the third film. He said the third film was going to be his last one. He just wanted to do a trilogy and then pass the reins to somebody else. But then he... Ended Ended up, I guess the money was there for him, and Obviously. he ended up doing part four and five. I say he should have passed the reins. He should have passed. When it. he said he would, and I kind of, I kind of agree with you on that. I he think got, he got greedy. I, th- yeah. I think I think he's becoming the George Lucas of 
Transformer films where George Lucas just cannot give up the reins and he needed to do those first three movies and it did not turn out yeah, that well. He did a few good ones first <laughs> before that happened. No, but um, in all honesty, he, if you are going to take on a, se- a sequence of movies, make sure you've got really good writers. It, what's a shame is it's very difficult, I feel, to continue to have a good storyline with these, with the Autobots and the, it's it's the same story over and over. Well, here's the thing. When it comes down to um, story, they did a lot, they threw a lot, a, a lot of the funding is coming from uh, other countries, I say. Remember I asked you in the beginning yes. when we first saw the film? Correct. Keep your eye out for um, how many different how many Asian, diff- Asian companies, companies were production were companies were are involved in this. I saw a couple of them, mm-hmm. and one of them was actually blatantly mentioned in the beginning, right up before Paramount mm-hmm. uh, card came up. Mm-hmm. And those are the companies who are actually funding Michael Bay to do these films now, right? A lot of these fundings to create Transformers are coming from the, you know the Far East now, like right. China, Japan. They're the ones who are, these production companies are funding these Transformers. Transformer films now so there's not a lot of story behind it they just want to throw money at it to have these great special effects yeah the so, foreign markets are huge now the That's, foreign markets they, are not, huge they didn't make these for us they make them for right you know, so a lot of these yeah. a lot of these films are not going to have great stories but they're going to have iconic characters in them the and then the yeah, graphics and the fighting and it is right. for one thing like victor's point it's not it's meant for you know international viewing but it's also meant for children it's also meant for a little kid i'm a huge fan of transformers it's literally based I, on toys <laughs> but I, I know the fact that this is based on you know it's for little kids right so but we did notice a couple of production companies that were foreign so four out of ten victor what did you give it? Oh, I would give it like maybe uh, three to four. Three to three? Yeah. To four. So which one is it? Three to four or four? Let's say three. Three. Why? I mean, it's te- technically it's well done. I mean, the, the effects are really good. There's some nice shots and some set pieces. You know where the money went is yeah. what I'm trying to say here, I'm right? Saying, you know where the money went. There's like nothing underneath that at all. There's like no layers to the <laughs> There's movie. nothing yeah. there. And the thing is, we've been watching a few of these for the purpose of the podcast and in general. And you say, yeah, it's a popcorn movie, but there are better popcorn movies. There's a way, there's like, take for example, uh, shoot, let me pull an example out of my butt. Uh, Wonder Woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a popcorn movie, but there's also depth. There's character beats in there. You, I mean, you care about these people. You care about Diana. You care about Steve Trevor as people and what they're going through. I mean, you, I don't care about Cade Yeager. <laughs> I could give two shits about him. <laughs> I gotta say that, that is, I love his name. I'm sorry. That's a lot of people hate name. a lot of people hate his name. I'm like that's Who such names a their cool kid name. that Cade Yeager. That's such a cool name. Who names their kid Cade. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the name. It was a cool. It's a, it's an awesome name. I like it. Oh, just, just so stupid. <laughs> it's just there's just nothing there. It's, it's like just feels like empty and 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 if you've seen the first Transformers movie, you've literally seen this one because it feels like it was the same exact plot. Like because that's that's the, the only one I've seen is the first one and this one. Mm. And the first one is uh, this, the Autobots versus the Decepticons looking for this thing, this MacGuffin, mm. to, to save their world, the, or whatever, the, uh, old, the yeah, whatever it was in the first one. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, 
it's the Autobots versus the Decepticons looking for this thing to try to save their world. <laughs> Even down almost to the very end. <laughs> it was, it was like felt exactly the same. But again, you could say that for any cartoon. I mean, Transformers, if you watch the 1980s cartoon, they had, what, 90, about 97 episodes, right? I think four or five seasons. 97 episodes. All of them were about the same damn thing. <laughs> it was the Transformers. You had the Decepticons who had a master plan to to take over the world they needed some type of MacGuffin here comes Optimus with the the Autobots to stop him 30 minutes go by and that's the end of the episode yes. goodbye good night here's the next episode it's the same thing all over again but, but we all loved it I bet it's geared toward a child uh, yeah that I like my point earlier we it was geared, it was geared for children yeah and there were kids in the theater I went to not many more people <laughs> but there were kids that in the theater I went to and they don't care actually <laughs> like, it's, it's essentially like when your son you know how your son plays with cars He's crashed them against each other. He throws them at things or people. That's essentially what this movie is. He's actually, making tra- ever Transformers movie every day. <laughs> actually, when we went, when we went, Jen to 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 the movies, there was a bunch of kids sitting behind us, yes. and a lot of the action scene. I mean, the kids were clapping and and yelling, rooting. and rooting. And they went straight to Toys R Us afterwards, <laughs> probably. Yeah. But I'm sitting there realizing to myself, I'm like, I know what I'm sitting down for. I'm sitting down for a movie that it's geared for children. It's geared for international. So when I heard the kids kids i'm like okay i understand i mean i get a little giddy too when i saw optimus prime on the screen and he makes it you know he makes his big uh speeches and then goes off and does whatever and, you know i got goosebumps like i always get goosebumps because P- uh what's his name peter peter cullen this is the voice of uh, optimus hmm. prime i love his voice i mean his voice i don't know if you ever heard him uh, victor uh, talk like uh interviews and stuff his voice is optimus prime's voice like he doesn't really have to play or make it deeper or do anything to it <laughs> it's like you close your eyes you hear was he him. just for the movies or was he doing the the cartoon back then? he the did day? the cartoon he's the original voice of oh, optimus okay. back then yeah. and uh frank welker uh was the original voice that name of, i know yeah he did the original voice of uh, megatron and mm-hmm. he was uh, the voice of megatron in, in this film too mm-hmm. which he wasn't in the first two i think he frank welker wasn't um uh, megatron's voice in the first two but i think three and on they got frank welker back wasn't it lawrence fishburne in one of those uh I think it was. I don't remember. I think it was in the first one. I didn't see the second one, so I don't know. I think it was the first one. So you might have a lot of questions in terms of plot holes that I might be able to fill in for you because you only seen one in five. I've seen all five. And I guarantee you, because Jen had questions too, and then I was able to fill her in. questions, but... <laughs> I was able to fill her in, and then she goes, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. So when we get to, I guess, the spoiler uh, filled, we can go into that. So I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Jen. Should, would, can you see someone else, because there's going to be a part six, right? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. going to be a part six. There's going to be a Bumblebee movie. There's going to supposedly be a G.I. Joe versus Transformers movie that's coming out as well. Oh, don't uh, drag the rock into this. <laughs> hey, he saves. Oh, wait, a lot. He, he saves, might actually make. He might role. actually save a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. Should Michael Bay finally hand over the reins to somebody else? Should we get a new perspective for Part Six? I think he should quit directing. <laughs> All in general, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Has he done anything since uh, since Transformers? I don't know. This is it. he was involved in Ninja Turtles. I don't think he directed. He didn't those. know he's produced it. Yeah, but you could still see him in those movies hey, anyway. Hey, hey, 
Steven Spielberg produced Transformers. Produced in that they stuck his name on it. And <laughs> he cashes a check every so often. <laughs> I think they're just using his production company, maybe, to, to, uh, right. to do the graphics. Yeah, so he'll, he takes the checks. <laughs> right. So should Michael Bay hand over the reins? Should we get a new perspective for part six? Absolutely. What would you like to see as a part six film? I, I don't know. I don't know enough about what's happening in one to five to care what happens in six. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I, I give you that to, to yeah. your point. You didn't yeah. see the other movies. A lot of people, I just bring it up because a lot of people are always saying the same thing on the line when I'm reading you know, articles online. And um, they go, well, I want to see a new perspective. I want to see a new director take the reins. And I want to see them actually look more like or similar to the actual 1985. That is a good part. I would like to see them definitely look more simplified. Simple. Simple was better a little bit more sleek not like alien like i mean optimus prime is a truck and when he turns into optimus prime he still kind of looks like a truck i don't know i mean they they don't kind of you don't see the logic in the movie in the cartoon right you don't see the logic behind the transformations in in the movie they just like okay now we're a robot and it doesn't really make sense how they turn into a robot. At least with the toys, they kind of make sense. So you want them to have this boxy look to them? Well, a little more retro, but, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, full-on, but, you know, a little, a little more retro. I get it. Babe, do you think um, something like this, you think that that would be... But that would be more towards uh, fans like you and I, let's say, older fans. Do you think... I mean, I don't. you don't really watch too much Transformers no. in that term, but do you think it would, it would bring in a lot more audience to see... You know, part six, and it's not a Michael Bay film. It's, you know, Joe Schmo took the reins and does part six and the Bumblebee film and any other iterations that come out in the future. I mean, it's possible just to see what their vision would be. I would like to see a new vision. I think mm. I think five five Michael Bay visions of Transformers, I think I, I've seen enough. Mm-hmm. In terms I, of that. I think it would also simplify the action a little bit because when they get the fight going, it's like giant piles of garbage <laughs> swinging at each other. You don't know who's who. Well, that that was only in the first film, just to clear you up. The first yeah. film was like that, and then Michael Bay got a lot of uh, heat for that, that no one can tell what the hell was going on in the first, first film. But if you catch the second and and specifically the third film, there was a lot more during the fight scene, there would be like slow motion, kind of like what they did in Wonder Woman when there was a lot of action, a lot of things happening on the screen. They slowed it down so you can actually see what Wonder Woman's going to do next in terms of, you know, action move. They did, you know, I think uh, Transformers did the same thing in part two and especially part three where there was a lot of action scene and they, they slowed it down so you actually see, you know, oh, well, that's Bumblebee and this is, you know, this is the Septicon, you know, they can actually tell them apart. And in this film, they kind of did the same thing where they slowed down the action so you can actually see what was occurring. Right, like what impact was actually happening. Right. So that's just to fill your your gap in mm. in Transformer movie uh, lore there, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. So you you didn't mention. Oh, go ahead. You gonna say something? I was gonna say how about a prequel? Well, that's where the Bumblebee movie is gonna come in. Actually, yeah. the Bumblebee movie. I read that it's gonna take place in nineteen eighties. That's not what I mean. Uh, what do you mean? Go for, go like go back to the right. Oh, like an origin story. Which Rewind they it. Kind of have in this movie alone. I feel they they had a good setup for. Maybe have a whole movie on Cybertron or a lot of a more movie on Cybertron back in the day. Well, here's and a, that would give a nice excuse for a more retro look to the characters. Uh, right. Yeah. right. Um, so, 
in the in the comic books, there was a, a series called Transformers: The War Within, where it happens millions of years prior to Optimus crashing on Earth, and that was an awesome series. So I think Paramount and all these other production companies who still own the rights to Transformers, like I said, they're doing a Bumblebee movie, that they're going to do a Part Six, they're doing a GI Joe Transformer movie, but they're also doing an origin movie. And uh, the only title that came out of that that writer's room that they have for it is called Transformers 1 and it's supposed to be an origin story where it takes place only in Cybertron hmm. so that's an interesting story that I want to see it's still in like it's infancy right now in terms of in, in terms of story but they're I mean I guess they're hearing the fans and they they said they want a, a, a Cybertron story so they're coming up with that so that's interesting to, hmm. to, to hear about okay so I was going to say you talked about bad is there anything good that you liked in the film Victor oh no like I said it's like a very they, they spent all the money on the effects and you can see it I mean it's visually it's a good looking movie it's stylish and it's sleek but like I said you know that's basically all there is there's nothing below it right nothing you know <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing underneath I mean you can there's no layers there's no I, I get it I get it you, know. you, 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 you polish a turret it's still a turret <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll get into this more specific stuff yeah. right. why I personally gave it a four <laughs> so we got a six a four from Jen and a three, three yeah. from <laughs> Victor wow it's the pretty much the worst film so far from our list <laughs> I think it will I think it's going to hold up too <laughs> I don't know when you look at the rest of our list <laughs> I, I don't know Justice League uh. <laughs> <laughs> did you forget about Justice League uh, we'll see we'll see Justice League even Justice League might be a little better I don't know well you know I don't think you're giving it a six because you are a huge fan I'm a huge is fan there a slight bias to you there yes. is definitely you bias. there is a definitely uh, and I remember after the movie I was like, I'm trying so hard to give this movie a seven. Remember, I was saying that in my in the car drive home, driving home. I'm like, I want to give this movie a seven, but I can't. I can't find any justification. But you still managed to give it a six, right? <laughs> because I. And I'll get into a lot of the reasons why I liked it, especially one scene where actually I was like, I had goosebumps. I know. There was a scene he, I thought he uh, shat himself. Really? <laughs> I, almost, right. I, I almost peed a little. All right, fine. Okay. <laughs> but I think uh, that's it. I think we're, you know, it's not the best film out there for Transformers. I think I got to say part four was probably better. No, but, you know, better. if you are interested to know why these were the ratings, go check it out. Go, go see the film. <laughs> <laughs> Like if, like, so if you're a huge, really like if you're a huge Transformer fan like myself, you're gonna go. You're gonna go. Find yourself a copy money. of Transformers '86. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a huge Transformers fan, find yourself a copy of that movie. <laughs> I can do a whole podcast of just 1980, 1986 Transformers. I movie. suggested that to you. Let's just instead, <laughs> as an alternative, instead of that one, let's just do the '86. You want to talk about? You want to, and I go back to Pantheon. I don't even here. remember. I don't remember seeing that one. So that would be a new experience for me i will watch the oh, 86 you movie you I will watch never, the i'm sorry i might have seen it when i was a kid but i don't remember it so i, I, would, I would re-watch it you've never seen the uh, cartoon film i would have sworn i would have sworn you did i might have i just don't remember oh okay well we'll catch it i have it somewhere i have it somewhere no, I, I downloaded a copy <laughs> oh you got a copy okay yeah everything in that film was great the no, story was great purchased a copy yes. oh. i purchased it for download yeah. no i have a, I, have a I, I bought one I bought one. Uh, we're talking about the best animation of its time was was great. The best story 
the best story you can possibly think of in 1980s was great. Uh, soundtrack for the movie back then, great. I mean, I, I would have to give it a rating. Oh, I, we would have to do that. We have the right. We would All have right. to actually. Watch. So go see Transformers '86. Is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do a podcast on that. But if you really want to know why we're giving it these ratings, and that's only it? if you really want to know. If you really want to know. What, what, what's the average? Six, four, three. What are we looking at? That's a double play. That's like a four and a half, maybe? Six plus four plus three. Thirteen? Thirteen by three. That's about a six. About a six? No, thirteen divided by three. No, no, no. No, wait, no. Thirteen divided by three, yeah. No, right, yeah, four. Like I said, four and a half, maybe? I was thinking thirteen divided by two. I didn't even make a five. Sorry, babe. God, now I'm really hoping that Justice League sucks. I don't know, because they have a good movie. They've rebounded a little bit. They rebounded with one and, woman. And Joss Whedon's involved now, so. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but he's doing after work. He's not actually directing so, anything. Whatever reshoots. He's doing final cut reshoots. And possible reshoots, yeah. yes. He's going to be part of that, so. All right. In any case, um, watch the movie. Have fun with the film. It's, it's, it's a good popcorn movie. You'll, you'll, you'll like the actions. Don't worry about the story. <laughs> Don't, just, don't pay attention to the story. Just that enjoy was the film. Hating. <laughs> don't worry about the story. Don't worry about the story. Here's billions of dollars you can put towards, you know, making Optimus look clean and sharp on the film. <laughs> so now we're going to do that. <laughs> now, yes. now we're going to go into a spoiler-filled review. All right. This is where we get to talk about anything and everything we want and why we gave it certain, um, you know, more into detail of why we gave it our, our ratings here. So again, if you, you want to press pause, go ahead, watch the film, come back to us and say, hey, where the fuck is the story in this movie? They're <laughs> never coming back. <laughs> or maybe you can sit and actually find the story. Who knows? <laughs> and argue, and argue that are. there is a story. Or, or just click the next podcast. Let's <laughs> go ahead and click the next episode. So, <laughs> All right, so let's start. Let's start with me. I no, actually, don't even start with me. You can start. Let's go. Let's go, ladies first here for this um, for the spoiler filled review. Go ahead, babe, Jen. Yes. Why did you? Or put it this way: What were some of the scenes that you did like in the film? Um, give me a moment. <laughs> There's. I was not expecting that question. <laughs> what did I like? Yes. What did you like? I mean, watching them transform is always. Really cool. I, I did step out for a moment, like maybe a minute or two, and when I came back, Bumblebee sounded like a female. I thought that was fun. Oh, well, there was a joke in there because he yeah, actually yeah. He actually replacing, replacing, replacing his, his voice, voice box, box. And, it turned, and it was like a voice box for Siri or something instead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he couldn't get his actual voice uh, yet at the time. Later on in Act 3, well, it was different. He got oh, his voice I back. <laughs> and, I mean, should I share the coolest part of the movie for you? Because that, I really... No, I want to mention Okay, you mentioned it. <laughs> no! That part where my husband almost peed himself, that was pretty that amazing. That was badass. I that love that That was scene. really amazing and really cool to have seen on the, the big screen. So let's talk about things that you didn't like in the film. What were some of the, <laughs> some of the scenes that you didn't like in the film? You mentioned story. What about the yeah, story that threw you off it's here? Just, it, it's just so funny. Being it is an alien movie about it's so far fetched that they've been here since the beginning of mankind practically and assisting in all in very specific important battles to bring us the freedom and where we are today in terms of our choices and our lives and our independence. It, it's just it, they had their hands in everything apparently. Correct, and they always it, it, they always for at least our our viewpoint of world history they were always on our side, meaning America's side, the side of the United States. 
I don't know how the other countries. So why is a British guy involved? (laughs) Well, this movie was more about King Arthur, right? They King Arthur was an actual historical figure, which a lot of people debate about. You know, in 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 history, if King Arthur was an actual historical figure, but I think you know they're saying, well, maybe yeah, he's not a historical figure. A lot of Camelot stuff is considered like legend, so I guess we might yeah. as well stick robots in it, right? Because <laughs> who knows if any of the other stuff happened? Really. And the thing, you know, in the medieval time when they didn't know about uh, uh, what do they call it? Is like the things that you don't know about, which is science for Transformers. Humans call it magic, right? I kind of like that. I did like the idea of that, right? Because I mean, I be- I believe in extraterrestrial beings and that they exist in reality anyway. That's just me. So I do believe that we do get a lot of outside worldly help in certain things, right? And that I thought was pretty cool that it was kind of intertwined in the movie. But that's just my own right personal well, viewpoint. Well, you got to know something. The Transformers have been around for millions of years prior to Earth even having human life on it. You're still talking about the movie, right? Right. Well, and, and no, and, and just in Transformers uh, mythos in general, like Optimus Prime, I mean, when he crash-landed on Earth, he crash-landed 60 million years before humans existed. If you remember the original cartoon, when they crash-landed, crash it was even before the dinosaurs even uh, sprung up. And then like 60 million years later, when technology started to catch up, that's when Arc-1 activated and found technology to, to repair the Transformers who were in hibernation at that time. So Optimus Prime, if you think about it, is you just a set a date for him of how old he is? He's minimum 60 million years old. And he's seen some shit. He's seen some shit. He's in good shape, too. At the same time, he's the fifth prime. He's prime number five. There were four others before him. How old do you think they are? You know what I mean? It, so when you know it's not that far-fetched if you're a big transformers fan to know that they have been around way long i mean who knows how long they've been around that's not my far-fetched my far-fetched is that they were involved in every single good war mm. that gave us our freedom today oh okay I that's see. what's far-fetched for me like, like okay. bumblebee fighting the nazis and whatnot right like <laughs> yeah. all, and then it was a pocket it was a transformers pocket watch that killed hitler oh <laughs> I see. Which I wanted to know more about that pocket watch. They never showed what it was, right? It was still a pocket watch. And Anthony Hopkins had it. He's like, if I let this go, if I let this go, kill everybody in this room. Like, what the hell is this little thing? They never mentioned what it was, right? And And they actually had pictures from throughout history of like an uh, like a transformer in the background of a how is this such a giant secret if somebody's taking pictures all the time? (laughs) It's not like. Okay, Wonder Woman, she was part of World War II, but she was the size of a human. She could blend in. I'm sorry, but there have to be a lot of other people who'd witness this humongous... Yeah, like you can't have a squad of guys... Fighting. You can't have this whole squad of guys, this whole like platoon, taking a picture with Bumblebee, and then apparently nobody blabbed. Nobody, <laughs> and, no, and nobody aside from the people involved in that whole picture... How is humongous how, how is this dude, Anthony Hopkins, the one guy that knows about any of this? <laughs> well, he was the only one left from the, this. He was, the, what, it's like a group of them right. who were studying all of this throughout history. And he was the not last. counting the soldiers and everybody, all these out, no, they were, these other people on the may, periphery that maybe with Transformers. Maybe they were a part of that same organization that was holding on to these secrets. And Anthony Hopkins was just the last, he's just the, the, the last descendant of that until he kind of like blessed uh what's his name the actor 
John Turturro. John God, Turturro. Help he, John Turturro. <laughs> <laughs> he makes Transformer films the best. He, man. I love for him. me, he does. He's my I love favorite. him in the Transformer films. He does nothing but talk about scrotums in them. He's the reason why it made a four. He does nothing but talk about scrotums in them now. I, 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 I don't even remember why he was there. What was he even there for? He was part of Sector 7 who knew about the aliens. Yeah, in the first movie. What was he doing in this one? All right, well, Besides being in Cuban Colony. Right, again, you've missed four movies in between, right? So what happened to him is after part two uh, and then they stopped you know uh, tra- uh, Megatron again right for the second time he went into hiding because they dismantled Sector 7 they got rid of it so uh, he became the sole keeper of all the secrets <laughs> of all the Sector secrets seven. that Sector 7 had right. okay so he kept them and he went into hiding but he was also rich like he got he became wealthy because I think the government paid him off you know uh, for saving the world twice how can they pay him off if he's hiding and they can't find him? Well, because a lot of people want to know his <laughs> want secrets, his wants right. his information. So he goes into hiding, and then he and was he was wealthy. I forgot what right. the whole story well, was. He was really wealthy. And also because of this whole new world order where the you know they're against any Autobot now. It's illegal for you. It's all Transformers. Autobots, Decepticons, right. doesn't matter. Right. Transformers. Yeah. Right. They, uh, he, the only safe haven for them where they could be free to be out and about was Cuba. Right. So in part three, when Sentinel Prime came and uh, spoiler alert, he betrayed the Autobots. No. The, then the government didn't know who to believe. It was like Autobots are, dis- are betraying their own kind and joining the bad guys, they're joining the Decepticons. So at that point, that's when the government decided, all right, Autobots, Decepticons, doesn't matter. All Transformers are illegal. We're going to get them off the planet. That was like the whole, that's what led to that decision because of part three. Then part four, ex- Age of Extinction, was they were exterminating, the, the humans were exterminating one by one every Transformer. It doesn't matter if you were good or bad. And that's when Optimus kind of like lost that he, he kind of snapped and he's like you're killing innocent Autobots I have to defend my my species against you now even though I've been trying to defend you for the last four films that's why Optimus is a little bit more pissed off in part five the one that you saw because he doesn't trust the, he doesn't trust the humans anymore I afterwards. thought he was being mind controlled is he really upset or is he generally he, no, he control was, of this other chick he was upset if, if you see from Bumblebee in the film <clears throat> he didn't trust the humans either the only one he trusted was Jaeger that was it you know what I mean and it was because of the other films that led up to that where the Autobots just they want to get off the, they don't want to be a part of the planet anymore they want to leave but obviously at the end of part 5 you know Optimus is like oh well we've actually created trying to create peace again and we can stay in between identifying himself every 5 minutes <laughs> I am Optimus Prime alright again in again, case that wasn't clear again <laughs> being, an, being a Transformer fan myself that's how Optimus talks. <laughs> that has not changed. Even says, you seem to have forgotten who I am. <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> You've been the franchise character for 40 years. We knew you were So, is there any other thing that you didn't like in the film before we go on to Victor here? Well, just a lot of gaps in the in the yeah. story. We're just really all over the place. Also, I, I feel you really, you know, you bring in all these Autobots that are on, in the film for what, a minute and a half, 30 seconds? Yeah, there were There's some Transformers in the background that they were there for a second and you never see them again, right? For example, when Megatron asked for his posse to be released, yeah. oh, how yeah. many of them survived that tap? None. None of them. None. They so all they died. Were, they well, no, that's not true. In, during the final battle, I think there was like two of them still left. But the rest were, were, killed, were off. killed off. So yeah. that was, I don't know, it's like you're wasting, why bother 
bringing them in right just so they have I like, their cool I like intro. the fact that they had that that uh, suicide squad moment where where that could have just as easily been Armageddon before <laughs> I just love that <laughs> this, 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 this is the guys I need on my team and like <laughs> I need same thing. I need Mohawk and then they they splatted the graphic I you know I said Mohawk and the just so you know this is Mohawk the guy with the Mohawk <laughs> the guy with the Mohawk <laughs> the dude I don't know what I forgot what his name was but he had like a gold chain <laughs> I don't remember their names <laughs> I remember I know Optimus Megatron and Bumblebee. I don't know who else. I, I remember there was uh, Mohawk Onslaught, which is an actual G1 character. Yes. Uh, Berserker. Berserker was new. Berserker yes. was crazy. They I know. wanted to see. They like, no, no, you can't have him choose another name. Was he in another movie before this? Or they? No, they That's just made him up. For this oh, they just, he just happened to be there. He just happened to were be these, there. Were these? Some of them were. Okay. Like, what's his name? The police car. Oh, I forgot his name right now. Oh, uh, Barrage Barricade. Barricade. He was he was one of the original Decepticons in the first movie. Yes, I completely forgot about him. He didn't die. He he just went into hiding for four films and then came right. back in the fifth one. Oh, so he hasn't been around since part one. No, he hasn't oh, been around okay. since part one. Okay, but he's been gathering data all this. Time. He's been so gathering data all this time, man. That was his background, yeah. which I thought was pretty cool. I like that yeah. part of the story that he was gathering all this information from Megatron for the last four films that he was. Just in hiding, um, which I thought was pretty awesome. So, moving on to Victor. <laughs> Let's just go into the bad here. <laughs> Let's go into more detail. Oh, just like a couple of, like, oh, a few things. Just... on the spot for the good things. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not going to get a lot of good from this. So I, just I, gotta... I told you, visually, it's okay. I mean, they spent a lot on the effects and it shows. I mean, there's some nice set pieces. What were some scenes that you didn't like in the spoiler uh, film, remember? Yeah, well, for one thing, Mark Wahlberg appears to be confused in the entire movie. <laughs> always he always has the same weird befuddled look on his face. Considering you've been here since the last movie, I think you should be done being confused about what's going on with the Transformers and maybe come up with a second expression. <laughs> uh, his, his little sidekick, the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gerard Carmichael, I think, who's playing him. Yeah, they didn't even mention, uh, they didn't even mention his name I don't in the remember whole his film. Name, but all I remember is that he kept like quipping every five minutes. <laughs> Not even five minutes, five seconds. Every other line was like some, he's trying to be clever and funny and he's not funny <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was you know. pretty funny oh, he had a see. few good moments oh let's see oh little okay little Dinobots they were cute okay they were, I don't know how they, they I don't know cute. how they were created right where they hatched where they oh wait you don't know, know where they, they came from no. no they're just randomly there they were just randomly there yeah oh but <sighs> <laughs> but, did Grimlock ha, you know lay eggs Grim, or yeah Grimlock Grimlock was there for like two scenes that was it him and Slug where they, he fought he fought in the town he wasn't yeah. there after that no alright no. <laughs> I, I don't know I couldn't tell everybody apart uh, one thing that stuck with me is the portrayal of what's her name Wembley the professor yes okay and this kind of stuck in my head because the last movie we saw was Wonder Woman and that's stuck in and so that's why it's still fresh in my mind how you take that movie and you see how that particular female character is portrayed you know as someone's capable who is smart who can just kick everybody's ass and then you come into a Michael Bay movie <laughs> and granted She's smarter than most of the other women in these movies. You know, Oxford professor, but literally the first thing we learn about her is that she's single. And that is 
kind of harped upon like by every character she comes in contact with within the first 10 minutes of the movie and she literally asks doesn't anybody want to talk to me about my job or about my work <laughs> she literally says that line right. so so yeah just that kind of bugs me that you know he's still doing that shit well, you know? <laughs> I, I turned to <laughs> to him and I said clearly Michael Bay has a type yeah and yeah. also he's fulfilling his like you know naughty teacher fetish when you first see her talking to the kids and the way she's dressed I mean she's not like showing a lot of skin but you can tell you know Michael Bay's got a fetish there and he's <laughs> he's exploring it <laughs> he knows how to pick these these female actors yeah. right? so even if you, even making like, to me she looks so much like like Megan, Megan Fox. Fox right she did yeah. look a little bit like a, a, like yeah. a little bit older Megan Fox a, a British Megan Fox yeah. you know it's just in this, and then that just like sat with me wrong pretty much the whole way and like of course she's like got this brilliant education but you know let's just have her like wear this tight dress with the cleavage and let's remark about the cleavage and have her get all flustered about Mark Wahlberg's abs and shit like that and the whole the whole That's, thing is about them getting hey, together listen listen <laughs> his abs are phenomenal though they are phenomenal well the, the abs okay, aren't babe. even the point <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say he didn't have good abs I'm saying you know his abs had more story <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> yeah. and then the whole thing and of course the whole thing is designed for them to get together in the end and even yeah. with that token like it's what is it attached to him is it inside his skin like it was not really clear what it was the 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 seal right, right. The tals- yeah whatever that was it's like a talisman or a seal right. that was given to him because uh, the he is the title of the film right he is the last supposedly the last knight yeah that's supposed Apparently to the, the the talisman chose him for whatever reason i don't know because he was just there no, because I think Anthony Hopkins mentioned he's like you are you were chosen to be the last knight because you are you know you did chivalry, you're noble, you're chivalry. righteous, you're noble, and, and chaste, and you're chaste. And they right. they spent a little they spent a little too much time harping on that point too. <laughs> like what? Well, she's he, interested in him. She, the doctor yeah, wanted to yeah, know. Yeah, this great professor was... just met a man and needs to know how chaste she is. <laughs> 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 so that's why he was chosen by a that. Michael Bay film. <laughs> that's why he was chosen by that seal because uh, you know he, there's no there's not a lot of chivalry left, and he's you know he showed that. That's it's also convenient because he's the main male protagonist and he was there. <laughs> so if it picks some random person, it doesn't <laughs> help. <laughs> Anything else that you can think of off the top of your head that you really like yeah, have a- question? Remember, I'm here. I'm the I'm your Transformer historian right now. I I've seen all the films, including the cartoons and the cartoon uh, and the cartoon movie. So uh, it's not that much that I I mean the, just I don't there are not a lot of characters. I couldn't really care about the characters. I did like the scene where the what's his name Cogsworth was playing the music for the exposition. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I want to get into that. I did like that. I thought that was funny. Okay, I chuckled the music and that. he started to sing. Cogsworth, shut it off. <laughs> Yeah, that, that actually he made the moment better because of all the dramatic music and stuff. That part I chuckled a little bit at, you know. <laughs> but they didn't even mention who Cogsworth Cog, Cogman was. Cog, yeah, Cog, I said Cogsworth. What his his? I can, yeah, I kept confusing him with Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you didn't really know who like he was. Premise. He was a transformer. He doesn't really transform, and he's and was the, the the sub was the sub a transformer? No, it was no. just um. It just it's just power works because she DNA. touched it. It had <laughs> it had some 
alien. She artist. grabbed the handle and it worked. Because and, of the DNA. Yeah, all because of her DNA. Has to relate to that she was the descendant. But they weren't steering it at all. It right. Just took them the way they were gonna go. Because so she, <laughs> since she's a descendant of Merlin, that ship for some reason had, I guess, alien parts in it, and it, it would activate and take them to where it needs to go, where the staff is, as soon as the last remaining descendant of Merlin would touch it. But other than that, it was just an ordinary sub. It was not a transformer whatsoever. Yeah, but didn't it, like, turn around on its own and crash it into that other sub that was chasing them? Well, it was like, like an autopilot kind of right. thing. Hmm. But it, was not, it, was, it wasn't sentient in any way, shape, or form. Okay. And wasn't he, like, wearing a shirt in that scene and then suddenly not wearing a shirt? I think, I, he to, I think he switched to a tank top and I didn't notice. That's another thing. Did you close your eyes when he was showing his beautiful no, abs? I think this was after the abs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> All right, let me get into... So that's why you gave it a three? Because of... I don't know, just, they didn't care about any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of explosions and crap, like grimy, sweaty faces looking off like this and <laughs> windblown. I mean, if you've seen one Michael Bay or Transformers or a Michael Bay movie, you've seen all of them. Right. He does the exact same thing in every every movie. I gotta say, uh, my turn. Okay, let's talk about. I want to talk about this this peed yourself moment. All right, my peed my my peed myself moment is when uh, they uh, were in the the when the sub finally reached the bottom of that ship in the in the bottom of the ocean and. They saw all the they re enable they reactivated the the twelve knights uh, twelve transformers who were protecting the the uh, the staff basically or Merlin's uh, tomb and when it finally came out of the water and they were going off to the fight the final battle with Optimus the twelve knights jumped out of the plane they all transformed into the three headed dragon that did you know they were the three headed dragon already yeah. uh, here's the no, thing it was they mentioned that they were the ones who combined to they the didn't show it at but they the never moment. showed it you just see the dragon appear you just see the dragon up no. here you actually see all 12 of the the tra- the autobot knights they right. jump out of the plane together. and they just gliding for a second and then they turn into the dragon i was like oh my god i was so freaking hot i looked at jen and i was giddy like a little boy i was like oh that was so freaking cool that was an awesome scene <laughs> and this giddiness lasted for quite a few minutes <laughs> hey that kid sitting next to us was pretty giddy about that scene too yes that was a kid <laughs> <laughs> that was an awesome scene you didn't like that scene i must have missed that part i remember the dragon i did though i thought that was amazing that was that an amazing amazing i remember the dragon scene. popping so up cool. i don't remember seeing them come together like that because remember the plan and here's the funny part one of the funny scenes that I remember uh, liking what we're, we're talking about bad storyline <laughs> is it's after the fact where Optimus came back and he was a good he was good again even though he was only Nemesis Prime for like five minutes yeah exactly <laughs> and then he's like there was no point to that scene he's like my god what have I done so you the, whole do movie, the whole movie the whole what first hour and a half or however long it took to get him to be brainwashed to be bad all it took was like two minutes and how did he get what happened that he got his fumble his voice back they still replaced his uh, voice box and I guess he was still cycling through to find his real voice really that's what happened yes yeah because like Optimus should... didn't stab him in the voice box and no, knock him out like no, no, I don't. Box. I don't remember if he stabbed him with it. But if you do recall, when they switched his voice box, he was still cycling through different voices. Mm. When he would talk, he would still do phrases from like TV shows or anything like that. He was still that cycling. Was always what he was doing. No, mm. but that's his way of cycling through the voice until he found his until he found his original one. It looks like he was able to find it at just the right moment when uh-huh. Optimus was about to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> um, but the power uh, of love. But the, the scene where I'm the, the scene where I'm talking about is where Optimus goes uh, he, he finally he finally snapped out of it he's talking to
to all the humans and all the Autobots with him. And he goes into his big speech. He's like, we're going to have the annals of history. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to have to stop. Let our descendants from us. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) We're going to have to stop uh, Cybertron from destroying this planet. Of course, starting with, I am Optimus Prime. (laughs) (laughs) Because everybody forgot, just in case we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) There's some people out there who didn't know. So then he he made his big speech and then he blasts off. (laughs) And then I think it was Drift who says, oh, his uh, his speeches always give me goosebumps. I didn't feel any goosebumps. <laughs> he says, Optimus' plan was like, I, I, I'm going to tell you the plan. He told him the plan of where we're going to strike uh, Quintessa. And uh, he says, I'm going to lead the charge. And he blasts off. And everybody just staring at him. And I'm like, the fuck is Optimus going? <laughs> Everybody's not ready. Everybody has to get in the ships. Everybody yeah, has to get in the ships. We can't fly. <laughs> and the fu- and the, here's the funny part. Right. He was the, the last, last one, one to show up. He was riding the dragon. The because I think the dragon had to circle back. Was the dragon doing recon? He, t- he, f- he flew up there, right? After he made his big speech. Why does he even need to ride the dragon? Right. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's, this is what I think happened. And I'm just trying to fill in a stupid gap. What, what happened was. <laughs> this is what happened, right? Because it was kind of retarded. He's the first one to leave yet. He's the last to show up, right? I think he, he blasts. No, no. He blasts off. He's heading there. But he's he's not as fast as an actual. They went. They, they flew in the Autobot ship, which is huge, right? And it was able to fit not only the 12 knights, but it also fit the military and their ships. So it was able to get there faster than Optimus. So I think when the 12 Knights jumped out and they did that cool scene and they turned into the dragon, it actually had to double back <laughs> and pick up Optimus. It's like, yo, you're falling behind, asshole. Hurry up. Because you were supposed to be leading the charge and, you know, you're the last well, one to fucking get there. You're a lame fucking leader then. <laughs> <laughs> that scene to me was the funniest one because they blast out. I'm like, where the fuck is Optimus like, going? The whole plan is falling apart and Optimus isn't there. <laughs> exactly. He's not there. Yeah. Was like, Where's Optimus? Where the fuck is Optimus? <laughs> is Quintessa really part of the Transformer history? She, uh, okay, yes and no. In the movie, Quintessa, she's uh, the original creators of the Transformers are called the Quintessons. Okay. Right? She's Quintessa, so she could be of the same race of Transformers, uh, uh, of the of uh, Quintessons, who created the Transformers, but I don't think she originally created the Transformers. Okay. I think she was deceiving Optimus to get him to bring Cybertron to Earth because, remember, there was supposed to be a big battle between Cybertron and Earth, and only one planet can survive, and Quintessa was going to use her power to absorb the life energy from Earth to rebuild Cybertron. Now... To her, to her own master plan, because she was evil. Now, another question I had. Aside from dictating where the location of the energy transference would be, was that the only purpose for the horns? Uh, well, because that was a big thing. They, the, the big thing in... Yeah, the in, Unicron thing. The big thing was, uh, or the big surprise in the film, which actually made me giddy too, was apparently Earth is Unicron. And that's like the big takeaway from that story, <laughs> is that he is Unicron, and Unicron is going to be possibly the main... Villain? Villain in part six now, right? But that's the scene, just to go back, that was the scene that made me laugh a lot, was, you know, Optimus came up with this great plan, yet he was the last one to show up. Like, what the fuck happened to Optimus in that whole battle? Also, the, the end, when it's all over, isn't he making the pretty much the exact same speech as he did in the first movie? I'm kind of. of his speeches. Uh, He's I saying, speeches. like, now, like, the Earth is safe, but now <laughs> we must work together, human and Autobot, <laughs> to coexist. And then he calls the... Call 
calling all Autobots. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, like, he's been calling all Autobots for five movies. Exactly. No, he does. He yeah. does. He calls them because he's he's mm-hmm. trying to bring them home because when the planet exploded, they all, a lot of the Autobots flew off into different galaxies are still drifting in space. Well, I know, but every is every movie in like that where he puts out calling all Autobots. Mostly, yeah. He, because he wants to bring them home. He, yeah. Or back to him. Once again, the Earth is safe and we must learn to coexist until the next movie. <laughs> exactly where I'm pissed off again. That's why I made a suggestion of a prequel. Like a prequel. Right. Because you, Quintessa, mm-hmm. was no, in this Quin- movie. Right. Yeah. right. And then and it makes sense. Unicron. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I, I just think that, and then it'll make more sense when Optimus Prime. says, "When Optimus Prime says, I am Optimus Prime,' it makes more sense because no one knows." <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's the thing. Here, here's the thing that I wanted to mention about the whole story thing, and this relates back to Optimus Prime, where you have a great, powerful, you know, character who cannot die. He, you know, always gonna win. You know, kind of like the Superman. You know what I mean? All powerful, high being, super powered character who leads these other characters who are probably not even a tenth of what he is, right? Superman's that way with the Justice League and Optimus Prime is like that with pretty much uh, the Autobot. And when you have something like that happen with a character, it's hard for a writer to come up with a good story for them, I feel. Because usually what happens is, what is the most thing, what is the most that they can do with that type of character? They either knock him out for the for the full film or disable disable the character in a certain way and only make an appearance to, t- to change the tide, right? Or... You know what I mean, or disable their powers yeah. and not and and not have them use it for the entire film. But that's who they are, you know, and, and that makes it stupid. So that's why I hated this movie. I, I didn't like this movie so much because you can tell that the writers again did not know what to do with Optimus Prime because he is that powerful. Who? Optimus Prime. Who's Optimus Prime? Because <laughs> he is that powerful. Oh, the red and blue guy. And that's one of the main reasons why he showed up at the very end of the battle because he took out what? How many? How of those he t- I mean, he pretty much cars. killed all the Decepticons, right? Yeah, he one, sliced everybody's one, heads off. And, mm-hmm. one, What's one my one name? Right. In one swing, yeah. he took them out. So, And he beat up uh, Megatron again. And again, Megatron did not die. Of course not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he has he has an equal amount of followings, just like a lot of people love Optimus. A lot of people like Megatron. So they're not going to kill Megatron off. You know, They're always going to find a way to keep him around. I thought it was funny that... Mm. Um, one of the Autobots brought Starscream's head. Yeah, that was a good scene. A big callback to the, you know, because uh, Starscream died in part uh, three, Dark of the Moon. He died. <laughs> he brought his head. And Megatron like, just so happened. Oh, my old friend. My old devious friend. Yeah. <laughs> and he just tossed it aside. I thought that was pretty cool. That was another thing I didn't like. There, You had this little girl in the movie mm-hmm. with her robot and... She was just always there. She was only there in the first half of the film. And then then was there at the end. And I like how she sells her little robot. Go and destroy Mm -hmm. that. The gun placement, yeah. Mm -hmm. Destroy that. Because because she knew she she gave him a Decepticon arm. And I guess she knew what type of cannon power it had in it. That's why she like, go destroy it. And I I I did like what she was like, you're small and ugly anyway. (laughs) <laughs> but to, to go back to I mean do you guys agree with me in terms of that like the same thing with Superman when in the Justice League movie if 
you can tell a good story from a bad story on how they use Superman. If Superman, let's say, if Superman doesn't make an appearance till the end of the movie just to change the tide of the battle, because let's say Batman and Wonder Woman and, you know, the, the rest of the, the crew there mm-hmm. are getting their asses kicked, and here comes Superman, saves the day, and boom, he, he ends the battle. That's a stupid story for me. That's just telling me that you have absolutely nothing to, no kind of creative thinking for Superman and how to deal with a scenario there. You know what I mean? Same thing with Optimus. That's why I liked part four. Uh, Age of Extinction better because he was in most of the film and he was kicking ass but he also had his own problems that he had to deal with right so it may, it grounded him a little bit part 5 it was just like people are in the room like I don't know what to do with Optimus let's just keep him in space for like half the movie more than half for 10 more than half the movie he didn't show up until Coming like back for 10 minutes yeah exactly be evil for 5 of those minutes <laughs> they had absolutely nothing to do and that's what I'm aff- that's what I don't like with these super powered characters these guys godly characters is because they don't know what to do with them. Do you agree, Vic? Yeah, I think you have a point on that. I mean, yeah, if you make somebody invulnerable and, like, you know, nothing can hurt him, then, yeah, where do you go? There's no... What What would be a good nemesis to actually allow you to show what you can do, what can challenge you? Right. That's why I like Dark of the Moon as well, because you had another superpower. You had Sentinel Prime, and he betrayed them, and then you had Optimus and Megatron fight Sentinel, which I thought was an amazing final battle for that movie. That was, I think that was the, one of the best... Of the of the five films, I liked one, and I think three was was the, one of the best ones there. So, but again, you, you don't know what to do with these characters. That's why I that's why I gave it a six. That's why I went from seven to six because I'm like Optimus had no story in this film. He didn't do anything in this film, really, nothing. You know what I mean? It was it was just lazy, lazy, absolute lazy writing. They had no idea what to do with him, and, it, and it's because people are fearful of that. He's that powerful, and he was alive, right? Because you first see him, he's floating around in space all frozen part four at the end of part four he flew into space because he was going to look for his maker right but when you first see him here he's kind of floating around in space like frozen and he's alive right yeah he was uh he probably how does he know where he's going he's just like (laughs) he just was floating in space at that point just sending out maybe his creator will come pick him up pretty much at this point (laughs) that's an awful (laughs) random that's like a he's leaving a lot to chance well i think he i think he found the coordinates of Mm. where he where he needed to go at the end of part four and that's why he flew out but after while the coldness of space probably just if I send out a signal somebody will pick me up hopefully it's the, my god <laughs> but this is what I didn't like either you know how the planet was crashed against earth and was on earth and mm-hmm. in earth's surface right what happened to that oh they're just gonna leave it there so <laughs> So, it's just there now. So it's, it's just there I, now. That, the movie ended that got out of Optimus. I'm pretty sure millions of people are dead, and it's it's just there now. Pretty that, much. That's it. That's it. Well, it's going to lead to the whole Unicron story, because I feel the way it should have ended, they should not have mentioned Unicron's name in the whole film. You know what I mean? They should have just seen these spires coming out of the ground. They didn't know what it was. And at the end, when they're showing the credits, and they show the desert scene with, the, with that, the girl, girl and then the, she mentions Unicron I read that would have should that would have been awesome I read that that was Quintessa that she survived and was in disguise oh was that Quintessa that's what I was reading you know what that makes sense because, because when she, did say... she didn't blow up she kind of like teleported 
you know, when Bumblebee shot her. That makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. I was wondering who she was. Remember, we were leaving, like, who right, is she? I'm like, I have no idea who she is. you were speculating, oh, she might be a herald of Unicron. I thought she might be a but herald a of herald, Unicron. Why would she mention, but I can show you how to kill how him? How to kill him. Exactly. No, that makes absolutely sense. Thank you, Victor. That hmm. cleared up the gap in my in, in <laughs> my hole in my logic. Like, what happened? Who is she? Wow. Now we just get to the other holes in your logic. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I would have loved the fact that they would have just left Unicron's name out of it until that scene with the girl and she mentions his name instead of mentioning it t- towards the middle of the film. Other than that, yeah, I think that that's it, right? Yep. I think it. you said it, you said yeah. you what you had to about uh, yes, I've about said Michael Bay's I've said my piece. Transformers mm-hmm. The Last yeah. Night. We didn't give away too many spoilers, right? Not too many spoilers. What's, left to, what's there to spoil? <laughs> you have to have more story to spoil it. <laughs> that's true. That is, that is true. That is true. But here, here's, to, here's to Justice League. I hope they have a really great story. I hope they use Superman right um, because if if he's not in the, at the in in most of the film, then that's obviously well, a bad he's, film. He's dead. He starts out dead, right? I mean, spoilers if you hadn't. You're not cut up on DC at this point, but yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, uh, Batman v Superman. He died uh-huh. at the end, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, there's going to be another. There's going to be a Transformer six. There's going to be a Bumblebee movie that comes out next year, I think, which I'm interested in. Who's because directing it? I don't know. It's not Michael Bay, and it's yeah. supposed to take place in 1985, which is going to be very interesting how they're going to pull that off because they're thinking, oh, Bumblebee's probably going to be the little uh, a Volkswagen Beetle that he was. Uh, oh, and, and Transformers 1, that origin story, and Transformers um, G.I. Joe hopefully comes out. So they're not done with Transformers, Victor. So, no. yay! Oh, they're God, not done with Transformers. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's it. Uh, please, uh, you know, watch the film. It's still a, a good popcorn film to watch. You know, uh, Transformers is a great, uh, great series, and it should not be hindered by a bad film. So go see the film, please, please. <laughs> you got to see the damn film, please. In any case, Victor, oh. should I mention the website? Yes, mention the website. Okay, you can find all our content at nerdsport.com. Yes, I said nerdsport.com, babe. Nerdsport. Yes, you can find all our content there, including this episode, which will be released soon. So in that that case, uh, that's it. Uh, I am going to be host. Oh, no. How did you say it will be released? (laughs) No, this episode. They're listening to it right now. Oh. Jackass. As it's recording. (laughs) (laughs) And Jarrell's laughing back there. It hasn't been released yet. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to get the we live the and past or the future now. <laughs> exactly. Where am I? I'm in a Michael Bay. I'm in a Michael Bay story. I'm sorry. I'm all confused. Everything now is happening now. <laughs> what was then is now. <laughs> what was then is now. <laughs> what happened to then? You missed it. When? Just now. Just, Just now. When will then be now? Soon. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at NerdSpark. <laughs> uh, so this is one of your hosts. This is Al. <laughs> Jen. And Vic. Have a happy Transformers Day. Yay! We'll see you next time. Till all are one. 